Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction. And free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Wait, are you gaming? On a Chromebook? Yep. It's got a high-res 120Hz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah. I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine. A new kind of Chromebook. He's a he's still a swear bag man that guy that uh, that blaze fella. Hey everybody, yeah, welcome. Yeah, no, it's true. Uh, it's core. It's me, Scott Johnson, Bo Schwartz, John Jagger, hanging out one week after the bombshell Thursday. Let's call it. Well, so uh, six days after tomorrow, I guess is the one week anniversary of uh, finding out that our favorite MOBA was losing its status in uh, in the esports world and. And perhaps refocusing uh, on something else. And uh, we've got further information about that. We're going to get to all that. But I'm just curious how everybody's feeling about it. Did you did you have a week of like reconciliation? Or have you come to understanding? We moved on to a new stage. We, we were in denial. Then we were mad. And then I don't know what the next one is. But uh, where are we now? Bo, are you, are you feeling better? How are you feeling over there? Mm, not great (laughs) so not much better than you were last week is what you're saying to me uh i mean okay yeah no i'll just keep it terse no i I don't i don't feel i feel worse than i expected to i guess is the thing Mm. because i 
this, none of this is shocking or surprising to me, and yet I still you know we had a very passionate episode last week. We heard a lot from listeners. Yeah, a lot of about feedback. this more, I'd say, than we've heard in the recent while. And yes, it's because it's a big news item, but we got a lot of compliments, you mm-hmm. know, uh, about how we did the show. And I don't feel great about that, <laughs> to be honest. It was like, you know, good job on the obituary. Right. <laughs> it's like, well, well shit. I don't want you to, I don't <laughs> want you to feel any worse about this, but it was also, uh, and this may not come as a huge surprise or anything. I don't know. Also one of our, if not our best numbers with the shows ever gotten. So, not only did we do, we did a lot in terms of feedback, our download numbers uh, edged higher than they've ever been simply because of a pretty gnarly train wreck. People have that morbid curiosity. Yeah. Yeah. Like somebody said, Hey, you want to see a dead body? (laughs) (laughs) Kind of, yeah. More like, "Eh, I don't know, but yeah, I do. Let's go take a look. You're not not supposed to reveal the name of our secret podcast project until we're ready to announce it, John. Project Dead Body. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Hey, do you want to see a dead body? That's the name of the new show. Well, 2019. (laughs) I have bad news for you. We're just going to call it core, whatever it is, (laughs) whatever we do. (laughs) It's just called core. And uh, that's how that's going to be. It's uh, an ab focused podcast. Yeah. We're uh, uh, we're all going to get shredded. Yeah. We want to strengthen our core. We're going to do it together going to be a good time we're going to get to a place where bo can have more than one hit point and feel accurate about yeah it. yeah which i mean a long time coming i say uh that's a different story we'll talk about that later in the thing but um where i'm kind of in a weird place with it too i feel like i'm uh i feel like i'm i know where i'm at i feel like i'm in a in a holding pattern to hear what the new quote unquote cadence is. And I don't just mean the turnaround time or how quickly something happens. Uh, Cause I don't care about that so much. I just kind of want to know since they announced this right before the holidays, which is already a period of time, we weren't going to get a lot of stuff out of them. Um, I want to know what the first couple of weeks in January look like and what does that, you know, what's the front facing voice of the heroes team uh, to us? How does that all look and sound? Um, you know, how on top of that will they be or will things go silent for a while? That's that's my big thing right now as I kind of just need to to see that. And and then I can start kind of wrapping my head around what I think the future of this game is. Uh, but not just for me, just for, you know, for Blizzard in general. I think that will say a lot about that. And we got some stuff from K.O. Milker who uh, during the week I think um, helped me quite a bit but it's also just another follow-up PR thing that I don't think they would have felt like they had to do had the first one not been so terse. So so part of me is like, ah, that's good, and I like some of what you're saying, but I also kind of need to see it in motion. I need to see where the rubber meets the road. John, where's your, where's your noggin this week? Uh, I think I'm honestly probably in a pretty decent place. I, I think I want to preface everything I say with this. Uh, we knew a lot of people in the esports scene. Um, you know, some of them just passively, some of them we knew really, really well. Uh, we knew a lot of people on the Heroes Dev team. Uh, we've made a lot of friends in this community, and some of those people are, you know, a little more impacted than what us as players uh, or even us as podcasters are. And that's going to be sad no matter what. 
So I want to preface this by acknowledging that because I'm going to probably talk a lot about how I've been feeling, how I've been viewing the game. Honestly, a lot of it kind of has a positive spin to it, but I want to make sure that I at least acknowledge that there is kind of a rough side to this, uh, and it is there, and it, it hasn't gone away, and I don't think it's going to go away. Um, but as for my own personal feelings on the matter, um, I think I've gotten to a pretty good place with it. Uh, I played some heroes this past week. Uh, I had a really good time doing it. I think the game is in a good place currently as far as, you know, uh, the changes they've made and the updates they've made. I think this holiday event is the best event they've ever done. Um, I think it would be a good template for future events uh, if and when we see those. And I think there's a lot to be excited about for the game. And there's a lot of games out there, and this is what I kept coming back to, that don't have massive teams, that don't have massive pushes behind it, uh, that go on to live really long, great lives uh, that people play to, you know, to this day. Uh, you know, you just look in the MMO space. It's not the same as it was. EverQuest is still running, still getting expansions. Um, there's a lot that can be done by small teams. There's amazing games that are made by small teams. Uh, and in, and we'll get into it in a minute, uh, KO's message, you know, he talks very much about this presents an opportunity. And if they seize it, if they act on it, if they do cool things with it, I think this could be an opportunity for heroes to even have potentially a renaissance. You've got, sure, less people, but you've got less people, more focused, and now people are kind of ignoring them. Mm. Now they've kind of gotten left alone in the room. The teacher's gone out to worry about other things, and they can kind of do whatever they want, you know, within their constraints. And who knows what that'll be. Um, at the very least, the game is extremely fun right now, and I'm going to have a good time playing it, and that's exactly what's happened. There's definitely some sadness around it. There's definitely some things that have bummed me out, but uh, I've had a lot of fun playing it, and you know, we'll see what happens. I, I would say, to your point, Scott, saying, you know, I'm curious what happens in January, I think there's a good chance we don't have a good idea of what the future looks like until maybe even as far as March. Oh, wow. Okay. Because um, you have to think there's stuff in the pipeline. So it could be that we have an abundance of content that doesn't really seem to, you know, we don't feel it for a little bit. Um, and maybe it becomes clearer further into the year. We'll we'll see. But for right now, I'm going to I'm going to ride the wave. We had a patch today. Yeah. You know, like that's the thing is. It's been a lot of doom and gloom, but as far as what the game's doing and what they're putting out, it's kind of been business as usual. Yeah, and if anything, I, I pretty universal uh, praise out there lately of the last week of games. People are having really good experiences. I don't know if that is just um, that it's always been pretty good and we're just now like appreciating it more, or the fact that um, players have found themselves in a humble but wanting to play place and they're all getting along better uh maybe some of the toxicity that was already there uh left because they thought this was their this was their big hurrah their big celebratory party screw you blizzard i'm out of here and we're left with less toxicity but uh queue times have been lower for me like 
games themselves felt better matched. Like, I don't know if that is just me feeling that way or what's going on. I am cautiously optimistic about that part of it. Um, but I, I agree with a lot of what you said. Again, I really like what K.O. Mil, uh, Mil, I can't ever say his last name. Milker. Yeah. I don't know why that's hard for me milks. to say. Yeah, someone who milks something. Uh, uh, I like a lot of what he said and I believe what he said. I just need to know if they are empowered to follow through on what he said. It's not about them wanting to or their desire or whatever. And we'll get into that now. Let's just freaking talk about it. So this is the game director of the game. Although I don't know if that was ever officially uh, made. I think stop there for a second. Yeah. I put in the notes here. The people's game director. Yeah. So he may not have an official title of game director. He may be juggler of the programming teams or whatever title he has. I think we just call him game director to make it easy. And hopefully he gets the job and they give him a salary bump or something and just save us all the trouble. I agree. So game director, K.O. Melker. The people's game director. The people, yeah. (laughs) He's like the rock of Heroes of the Storm development. That's right. right. I, I can smell what he's cooking. So here's the thing. That's the rock you meant, right? Not yeah. Okay. As opposed to like a large stone <laughs> or the movie The Rock from 1990. Oh, okay. That was the other one I was thinking of. I, I almost I... said in a Sean Connery voice, "I am the last one," and that's just <laughs> none of that's correct. <laughs> um. Oh, it just makes me want to watch The Rock. All right. So he said, "I'm. We're gonna we're gonna focus in on a few things here. For example, a quote where he says, we truly hit our stride in 2018.'" So I am disappointed that some of the exciting plans we had for 2019 have to be changed. Uh, but he does go on, and I don't know what that actually means. I mean, obviously it means big changes for the esports plans. There's no question about that. But I don't know if he also means stuff they had planned internally. But he goes no, on. it means it's code for we had didn't see this coming. Yeah, yeah, basically. It's I and well, I don't I don't know that I want to stop here on it. So continue on. But I have something to say about this letter. All right. All right. We'll get to it. I, uh, I was able to, during the week, talk to some people who are on the inside. And as much as last week, I actively vocally hoped out loud here on the show and was continually reminded by everybody that I was wrong, but I still held out hope that they had been more communicative, communicative inside blizzard. And this wasn't just dropped on them like a bomb the way it was the community uh, sadly, throughout the week, it appeared uh, more and more uh, true that it was dropped on everybody like a very sudden thing and nobody saw it coming. So that really still bums me out. If there's one bum me out thing about all this, it's that. Um, but nobody was laid off. Uh, that's one really high point of all of this. This isn't a this isn't a, a, a downsizing of any actual people. There's some shuffling around of people moving to some other projects, which happens at Blizzard sometimes. Uh, For example, Lashes is still there and still awesome, and we love everything she's doing on the community side of things. Um, Got a chance to talk to her a little bit, and she's been very open and very willing to to talk to not only us, but just fans in general and people who love the game. So all of that stuff seems pretty good. he goes on to say, this means we're still committed to regular hero reworks, themed events, and even new heroes. I don't know if I love the line, and even new heroes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I wondered about that, too, because there's a lot of ways you can take that, mm-hmm. right? Like, you could take it as, 
as we'll even do new heroes at some point, like as a real like desperate, like guys, we might, we might put another hero in this game. Wow. Yeah. Um, but it could also be, uh, and especially, you know, we've talked to him. He has a very casual, very fun way of talking to people. Um, and it could just be a nod to people being like, well, does that mean there's no more heroes in the game? It could be his way of being like, yes, even new heroes are coming to this game. It's going to be fine. Right. It's it's hard to in text understand and into it exactly what that means, because it could be a good thing and it could be a, a real bad sign. So, yeah, it's easy to get very patent, but I can't talk today. Pedantic. Potato. potato. It's it's easy to get very potato um, about stuff like this, because. All we have is written language to parse, and that can lead to misreadings, misunderstandings, misinterpretations, uh, missing the point altogether. Like, I realized when this letter came out that that was kind of the road I was going down, and I had to kind of stop myself and just go, why you tr don't try to read into this. Just let it be whatever it is on the surface, and it's okay. But that line still, even New Heroes, is like, it, it's kind of counter to the idea that up till now, Heroes of the Storm has always been about new heroes. Every few weeks, bam, boom, here's one, here's one, here's one, here's one. And so I'm trying not to read into it, but... Can I put Me too, a... because there's no map, word maps aren't in there. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have all this stuff, but not maps. Yeah, no maps I'm in like, there. Oh, don't read into it. Yeah. <laughs> don't read into can it. Can I yeah. put an interesting spin on this, though? Of course. Uh, when you think about heroes... Uh, pricing model as far as how they make money yeah. one of the biggest ways they do so is to release new heroes mm -hmm. um, to suddenly turn off that tap and say well no we're not going to do new heroes anymore would require a probably pretty radical restructuring of how they anticipate income coming in for the game mm -hmm. now maybe they're just saying like eh, it'll be what it'll be but I, I don't think anybody wants to see the game, you know, even if you want to look at it as, oh, Activision Taskmaster's coming in, even they would love to see the game start turning a profit. Mm -hmm. So I think that there's a chance that maybe the idea that not constantly releasing new heroes could lead to some restructuring as far as a business model for them. Sure. Which I, I think the game probably kind of needs. Kind of, yeah. Uh, a, a shift in where the production actually goes would shift their their money model part of me yeah. keeps hoping and this is probably hoping against hope but i keep hoping that the future is they are on a trickle down system now where blizzard just as they already have been to some point but they just are subsidizing this cool conflagration of all their ips so if they haven't been able to do it through esports and they haven't been able to do it through constant sales on the on the collection store maybe the way it works is all right well we want this game to exist this is purely conjecture on my part. Part I have no no insider knowledge on this. Just something I've been thinking about. But if they have been given keys and said, "All right, look, we're taking some of your people, we're moving them around, we're doing that, but we're going to also leave a good core group. You guys are going to do your stuff," and and now just make the game, like make the game, make it the best you can. Uh, you know, improve in the areas you want to. Start working on some of the stuff you've been putting off forever because you've been catering to pros and and pro scene so much shift some of that thinking that and and some of that um production over to a map editor over to a clan system finally over to whatever it is and really pound out the stuff you've been putting off because there's so much pressure to make this a successful you know league experience and 
that may be like the best thing the game ever has happened to it. Like this is where my optimism lies. And again, I need to see it in action before I can say for sure. But this idea that kind of the chains are off a little bit, or at least the pressure centers are different, and it's no longer the same pressure centers, so they can they can spend their time building out rad stuff uh, and doing it more on their terms, more of it on the team's terms and less on executive terms or less on absolute sales goal terms. Or I mean, I don't know if any of that pressure has been let off, but if it has, this could be very good for the game we like. Like it could take us in places we've all been asking for. It could take us in places that Bo's been asking for a whole bunch about league changes and and what that even means and why we do competitive the way we do and maybe we can change our whole thinking around competitive. They can do that now because it doesn't, it almost doesn't matter anymore because you don't have the template of pro esport to worry about. You just make fun game and that's it. And when Blizzard is, is focused on fun game, that's the best Blizzard. It's the Blizzard who's focused on, well, as fun as you can, but also business model, you know, revenue, this, that, and the other, uh, cadence, blah, blah, blah. Like, that's the Blizzard I don't enjoy as much. I just like a rad game, and I'm happy to pay for a rad game. Maybe they've got the chains off to make their rad game now, and it's going to take a little bit for us mentally to get our heads around that shift if there is indeed a shift in that direction. But if there is... I welcome it with big, fat, sweaty hands, man. Like, I'm ready for that. I'm ready for the idea of them having creative control. And in a way that they maybe haven't had up till now. And perhaps a ceiling. It may have lowered a little, but a ceiling of like, do whatever you want within this space. Like, go for it. Here's your here's the top end. Here's the bottom end. It's no longer, you know, well, we got to spend a bunch to make a bunch. It's just, here's here's where it is. And you're, it's part of Blizzard, and we're not dropping it. Like that might be where we're at. And if we are, I am, I'm more optimistic this week, certainly this week than I was last week about that potential. Um, and the other thing is, esports didn't. It isn't a thing that somebody just said. Well, it's time to put out StarCraft. Let's make sure we really support this esports scene. We've got to. We're just. You know what? I just thought of the term esports. Let's create a whole league and let's get a bunch of people in there and let's throw it together like tournaments and organizations and watching video games in a competitive nature began grassroots, mm -hmm. not an organized company supported thing. It grew from players being interested and passionate about a game. Uh, that's kind of what I was trying to allude to last week. And I'll repeat it again. The way Hots dies is people saying, up dead game and walk away from it right. if you care about this game if you're passionate about this game keep playing it keep having fun with it stick around and it will grow might not grow super fast it might not ever reach the pinnacles that we think it deserves to be at but there are people who are playing ridiculously old games because the community around it has stayed strong and supportive and that's what we can do for this game. Right. And if we get to a point where resources can be justified being dropped into it, it will happen. But it only happens if we stick with it. If we, and again, if you're mad, if you're upset, if you hate the game now, I'm not going to tell you you're wrong. I'm just going to tell you, you know, this is how the game continues to live is by people playing it. Right. So 
keep playing it. Yeah, keep playing it. Now, there's someone in the chat room who I often disagree with, but I'm going to agree with Sidian today. He says this, Blizzard showed up to the StarCraft II esports scene and choked it for years before stepping back and letting it breathe, and it's finally succeeding. And that's true. There's StarCraft stuff happening right now that's rad, and there's a bit of a resurgence happening. You could argue that part of what held Heroes back, again, this is very hypothetical, but what maybe part of what was holding Heroes back in terms of its overall success and competition with the big two was them getting in their own way. And by that, I mean trying to micromanage and control everything about the way the thing builds and creates tournaments and and what that professional scene looks like. They were very much dictating that from A all the way down to Z. Maybe, just maybe, by getting out of the way in that regard, the community picks up the pieces and we end up having some really cool tournament play uh, you may see that game excel in ways it was never going to with the professional umbrella around it all the time. Sometimes that just plain holds you back. And I would argue it's a little, and my argument falls apart a little bit with Valve and with Dota too, because they sort of came in to, to be big right off the gate and they figured out a way to do it. But in League of Legends, uh, League of Legends case, uh, and you could ar- argue the MOBA genre in general, that's what it was allowed to do. Be a small thing, build uh, build itself, build on top of itself, iterate, build community, and eventually, you know, you got Riot, and at the time you had some other competitors that have all kind of gone away, but you have this vibrant competitive scene that grows out of that over time. So I, I really think that that's a possibility here. At the very least, it, there's the possibility of, the 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 team has doesn't have to worry about that stuff so much and they can just focus on game gameplay mechanic characters functionality and hopefully assuaging Bo's fears maps and and possibly map editing and and other tools to make this game more interesting like at this stage given what we given what we now know about what they uh they perceive as you know the value of heroes and not having it be an esports thing or not pushing it that way anyway it may mean you finally get a map editor, like a like a legit one. What's holding it back from doing that now? There's nothing that I can think of. In fact, if anything, this creates some revenue potential for them because they could go, quote unquote, hats with this thing and build a marketplace around it. I mean, these are all possibilities. Now, all of that takes time, takes man, man hours, and they may not even have that anymore. I don't know. Um, they have much less of it now. No, I don't, you guys are being very enthusiastic about things. <laughs> but keep in mind that they are strip mined. <laughs> uh so that's well, we that's the limiting factor how strip mine do you think we are think they are though like if well, you had to a guess a lot of the forward facing talent is has publicly acknowledged you know kevin johnson i think is moving on to another team matt villers is moving on matt ferguson has been off on diablo for a while now uh, there's a guy alex he's off the team there are a lot of notable front facing people who are key individuals on the team that are gone uh, if I had to guess, it's like half or less. Okay. But if yeah. I had to guess, right? You know, like like they're the public facing side of this is being very PR friendly. We've only have Ko's message to go on, and ultimately, yeah. your points are all valid and it should stand. I think at this juncture, for me, I'm loath to be optimistic till I see proof to feel that way, because everything's going to be biased to shed things in a positive light for now. You know, stick yeah. around. The game's going to be great. 
maybe like all of the ideas presented here are like great and i want them but i don't feel it in my heart <laughs> yeah yeah they have you know, to prove it message, i agree i agree you know there's a bit of in ko's message there's a bit of there's a bit of i've got to say something so people know i'm pissed too in it yeah and and in, in the nice flowery way that pr is and i don't know if i'm i'm not buying it yet basically so but I think, yes, all that is true. The game is still here. Even if it doesn't change at all from this point forward, if you enjoy playing Heroes, it's still a game you can play with friends. Mm-hmm. As long as they're... The, I'm skipping down a bit, but this was the best thing that I heard that was positive about you know uh, our passion for Heroes and the future of Heroes is that um, Grubby said it on a stream, and he spent like two minutes just giving his verdict on the situation and moving on, which was that... Um, if you like Warcraft 3, uh, the people playing it are still here. You just need, you know, in that case, you need one other person. In this case, you need nine other people. Um, there's people playing, people casting games. There's a scene. No big deal. Moving on. Yeah. It's all like the game hasn't gone anywhere. And so, you know, that doesn't change things. Right. I, I just, um, I think with Heroes in particular, it didn't launch as a finished product. It very much felt like a, a comet. There's a snowball sort of gaining and just seems to have hit a boulder and we're just feeling that right now. Yeah, a little bit. But I agree with everything you said. You know, there's a possible future, but I'm not feeling the proof. The pudding that the proof is in hasn't been packaged and delivered to my house. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You need to taste that pudding too. I mean, he he does have this line in here, which I, I take the most hope from, which is I'm especially excited for Heroes of the Storm to continue evolving with a renewed focus and purity of purpose. I want to focus on that. Purity of purpose. That implies there were impurities of purpose previous to this, uh, which yeah, I think it, I way. think that alludes to the idea that the team was constantly doing balance stuff, constantly worried about HDC, constantly worried about pro stuff, keeping that scene alive, keeping that visage going, keeping those plates spinning, and not focusing on the purity of the game, which is, is this really fun to play? And what are all the things we're doing to make it even more fun to play and therefore drive people to spend some money in there and certainly spend their time there? And I take, as as uh, the great what's-his-name in uh, The Big Lebowski says, I take comfort in that. Yeah. I can't think of his name all of a sudden. Sam Elliott. When Sam, Sam Elliott yeah. says, I take, I take comfort in that, uh, it's obviously a completely different context. But still, it, that purity of purpose thing gives me a lot of hope, but Bo's not wrong. We have to see it happen before we can, any of this stuff is either brought to fruition. I'm not going into this bright eyed and stupid. Like I know, I mean, I know you're, I know you're playing Diablo and to be fair, just like this game, it's still a fun game to play. Hasn't changed, but you know, this, I looked at this event and it's like, you know, it's like, Oh, here's a set. Now instead of 1000% extra damage is 5,000% extra damage. And, you get a free ring of royal grandeur or grandeur in in, in, in you know like well, <laughs> in French it's grandeur. Oh, all right. But like um, you know, it's like is that it like this kind of pat like I saw that tweet that Diablo sent out, new and exciting content for season sixteen, and every tweet below it is but I don't even have a phone, you know, like so it's oh. it's like you know, but but the point is, it's like it's not exciting content. That, you know, like the the new seasons, I, I 
I've been watching them come and go, and I'm like, eh, yeah, but know. au contraire, because that new season also includes a patch that is on the PTR now that is insane. They they have buffed so much stuff. There's like, imagine an idol. Yeah, but a that's set what piece. I mean. It's it, but they buffed. Things. I know, like, but still, it's like deal. this thing's right, going it from like on what you're into because like. Here's the thing. Do you play Heroes because they put out new content every month or do you play Heroes because you like the game? Yeah. Like if they it's like you said, if they stopped right now, I like the game. Would this show be able to continue for a game that's not going to evolve ever? No, we would probably have to find something else to do. Would I still want to play Heroes with my friends? Yes, absolutely. Right. So to me. If you're drawing the line in the sand and you're saying I'm only playing this game because it evolves and changes and gets new stuff added to it, then I can see why this seems like a death knell to you. But if you like the game, it's still here. It hasn't gone anywhere. No, no. no. Well, you're missing part of it, too, that that the competitive it, there, there's some grassroots stuff coming up. Maybe there will be a competitive scene. Maybe there won't. Speaking from my perspective, that's an important factor in my interest in the game. Right. And and HGC is a gut punch for me because as a game, I spend so much time playing it to get better and to perfect it. And it's not that I'm playing in it, but that's part of the culture that interests me about the game. Right. So let's just say there is zero esports in it. It's just purely casual, purely login. Then I'll play. I mean, we do a show, so we log in every week. But if I wasn't doing a show, I'd play once like how often do you play Mario Kart with friends on the couch? You get maybe five or six uses out of it when the family's over and everyone's playing and having a good time. Like, like that's the level that that game is at. I log in six times a year when my friends are playing and then I'm on to other stuff. And should that's what's concerning me right now, you know. And so should play more so, Mario Kart. By the way, is Mario Kart's awesome. Anyway, good reminder. It could Mario be, but Kart. like for me, like Mario Kart's yeah. fun. But like my there's a whole, not a whole family together to play Mario Kart on the couch all the time. So it's a competitive game. It's fun to play with family and friends. But I might not play it that much. Only when the occasion arises. Whereas Heroes, I'm like, uh, dinner, eat, 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 eat. All right, I need to practice for my one or two hours tonight. You know, like. That's how I approach the game. So the way that I engage with the game is fundamentally threatened. Yeah. And and so nothing that you guys have said, which sounds counter, I disagree with or is wrong. But my concern is for me personally as a player that, you know, even if they have new heroes and new content, am I feeling like this is a competitive environment that I have meaningful things to say and, sure. and to be interested in practicing in anymore? Yeah. And that's why I say like stuff we really need to see how things shake out is too early, but how I'm feeling a week later for me. Eh. Yeah. Well, and there's a lot of people in that boat. I, we heard from a lot of people that said, you know what? I, I didn't play a lot, but I loved HGC. I loved the esport of it. That's gone for me no matter what. And that's why I tried to uh, preempt everything I was going to say by saying, look, that is gone. That is sad no matter what. There's nothing I can say that's going to make that part better. All I can speak is for me personally as a player, which is honestly, if I'm being completely honest, I care about the people that were involved, but I stopped caring about HGC last year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wanted, I always want to care more about it and I enjoy watching it when I watch it. I got more into this kind of fake HGC final stuff. They would do it at BlizzCon and pre-HGC. That was all you had. And it was fun to watch that stuff. Um, But you, you all just reminded me of a thing. League didn't start with esports as part of their game. It's just a game, and people liked it, and they played a ton of it. And then later, you're like, you know what? This could be an esport. Plus, there were little tournaments around that would kind of prove prove the idea. 
Heroes didn't have that option. It just had to go in. They had to jump into the pool with all their clothes on <laughs> to, to do this. At least they felt like they had to. I really hope that this scale back means they don't have to feel like that anymore. Like, just make a great game. Let it evolve. Let the Blizzard magic enter the room and exceed even our expectations of why we even like heroes in the first place. I just think there's there's a possibility here, even with a small scale back team. I really hope Bo is wrong, but I think Bo's concerns are legit, and um, I think I share a bunch of them. But I I don't know. I think this is going to be. I think 2019 could be. 2019 will be the year that we know. That's when we'll know. Yep. We're going to know one way or the yeah. other, up or down, back or forth. We're going to know. And a part of it is, um, I have a bit of skepticism. So, so like everyone was really, really in a bad mood last week, and a lot of my Twitter feed and forum post, like I had to unplug from it. Then it started turning into, I'm not going anywhere, like denial, like all the stages of grief business. And I'm like, oh, I just can't take it. I can't take all the enthusiasm <laughs> and then the fighting. Like I, I don't like all the negativity either. But I was like, uh, you know, it's it's. It was getting to be too much, so I think I'm still suffering from that a little bit, and I've really just been trying to unplug from it all to sure. get to a sure. like more level-headed place for me personally because I'm in the forest and can't see it from the trees right now. I think that's a healthy thing to do. I don't have any any qualms with you doing that. Yeah, I'm, do, I'm doing why, it. Like I, I'm doing it. But I think John's doing yeah. it to some degree. We're all kind of doing this. I think it, kind of across the board, people are doing it. The other day, freaking Mick Montgomery and a bunch of heroes people are all playing league together i'm like what are you guys even what are you doing over there you you traitors and then i thought to myself eh just you, you go grieve in your own way everybody <laughs> i've been playing a lot of space games that that helps me i like to go into space and do a mission and get some credits and then spend those credits on a better mk2 weapon for my left wing this damn ship Mortal i bought that two weapon <laughs> I think it's short for yeah, Mark. You know, they, you know they're up to eleven now, right? Yeah, I know. I'm so excited. I don't even know what it means. There were two scorpions. What does it mean? It means that game is the bloodiest damn intro I've ever seen them make. Uh, that game is going to be the most violent thing in the history of ever, and I'm stoked. I can't wait to play. Well, MK11. I think I'll be okay with it. I don't know. It depends on the roster. The only thing that made me uncomfortable about Mortal Kombat 10. This is a weird tangent, um, but <laughs> the only thing that made me uncomfortable was they introduced characters' kids. And it was like, it made sense. Like, we've gone into the future. Here's their kids. Yeah. But then you have, like, Jax T-Rexing his daughter. And you're like, oh, I suddenly don't feel comfortable <laughs> at all with this game. Like, this is this is bad. Yeah, it's weird. It's What's weird. What's a T-Rex? You, you smush their arms to where just their hands are sticking out of their torso. And you have to capitate them at their mouth so their head flops around like yeah, a T-Rex. like a T-Rex. <sighs> It's really gotcha. bad. That game is so <laughs> gross. And I can't believe the old 2D garbage one from the 90s just about shut the industry down. Like, where did all those people go? Where did their sense of uh, offense end up? Because, man, well, they, they, they missed lost. the boat. Woo! YouTube won. I guess we won. Yeah. yeah well but, done, everybody. Yeah. I, wanted, I wanted to make one other comment about Chaos Letter, which on the whole was awesome that he came out and did this, whether it was like, He's being an iconoclast and had to get his message out there because it felt like it undermined the JBRAC thing. Uh, also, that it was trying an attempt to reassure the, the fan base. So it's just funny because it came out a day later, I think. Yeah, I think one it day. It was a day later. Yep. And it was a stark contrast to, oh, I don't know, 
whether or not you think it's a controversy or not, or whether or not you think it's important or not, that I don't think there was any statements from the Diablo Immortal camp, like, hey, guys, uh, we hear you. You know, like, just an acknowledgement of empathy of some kind for what they were receiving. Like, none of that from yeah. that team. And I was like, those are the kinds of things that reflect well to me on the Heroes team. Like, if I'm to walk away because saying one thing of positive note that I think uh Ko made a really good move whether it was his decision or his team or whatever to do that or where other teams within that company have not done that and should well, learn a lesson yes, from but game in- director Ko Melker the people's game director Ko right. Melker showing us how game directing is done I agree with that however I will just to throw a fig leaf to the Diablo team they're talking about a game that is not out and already has uh, expectations tied to it people playing it five years of of release to it or however long they it's don't been. have to talk about it they could just you say it doesn't matter whether they're right or wrong it, you know they can just you can just say uh, clearly that we made, made a lot of people mad so just reiterate what it is you know like just reassure people i don't know there's, there's you can do this. No, I <laughs> totally agree. I totally agree. There's a, the right, there's a but. measure of public relations there that they missed out on. Absolutely no question about that. I'm just saying that's probably why we got less of it. This is a this needed a band-aid immediately because we are talking about an active living game. Those guys didn't feel <laughs> that way because they're talking about a game that doesn't actually exist yet in the hands yeah. of players. But not it's not that the game I wouldn't say that they needed to talk about it. What I'm saying is that they needed to apologize. In the perception of a large vocal group of people that is mudslinging on, you know, whether it's right or wrong, it's a grapple that bull and and just discuss the mobile thing. Right. You know what I mean? They don't even have to talk about an unannounced project because there's stuff to apologize for. We hyped up the video. We're being very cloudy about our language. We know it's confusing. We hear you that you don't want mobile games and we're sorry we gave you that impression. We continue to hope to work on this, but we have, you know, like whatever it might be. KO didn't release the full plans for what's going on with the unreleased content either. And he managed to find a way to speak. So <laughs> I'm just saying, uh, take a lesson from a people's game director, KO Melker, about at least doing something and acting in time of crisis. Yeah. And, and honestly, in the perception of people, heroes, dead game, we get a statement from the game director, Diablo. The most hyped about, like everyone's, that's ah! like a thousand YouTube videos all screamed out, and and then we're suddenly silenced <laughs> after that Diablo Immortal thing, and like nothing. Like you know, people care way more. I think even if it's just perceived, uh, way more people care about the future of the Diablo franchise than they do about heroes. Well, like, yeah, I've been pretty vocal know. about the idea that I think they screwed that up. They totally screwed up the last Thursday's announcement of HCC going away and how they did it. Like, I don't know what Blizzard's up to in that regard. It's very, really funky to me and feels just off and not not in keeping with the history of that company. And I know enough people who have either been there or are still there to know that, that's, that this is kind of a weird new phase. And I don't know where it's coming from. And everyone's like, Scott, you big dummy. Of course it's Activision. That's more complicated than that. I don't like the Activision thing because it absolves Blizzard from responsibility. It does, yeah. I don't like that. People should just never say Activision. They should just say Blizzard. Yeah. It's all Blizzard's fault. Who yeah. cares about Activision? They're there. They've been there for a decade now. Like, yeah. get over it. Yeah. <laughs> get yeah. over it. <laughs> yeah. 
Like oh, honestly, yeah. it's like just blame Blizzard. Even even if Activision is the one at fault, yeah, still blame Blizzard. Yeah, it's still maybe on them. you know somebody will do something and give Activision the boot. I don't know. Like if it, like it's not going to happen by picking on them when it's got nothing to do with them. Probably in most cases. Yep. Well, we'll see how it all pans out. Uh, a couple of other things have happened this week. For example, the winter event has begun. Oh yes, Sylvanas Stitches reworks. We have any impressions? And we just already talked about these. Oh, no, John, you played some games with Stitches, and you sounded bummed about it. Has that changed? I turned around uh, when we started winning. Uh, no, I turned around <laughs> when I found a different build for him. Yeah. So I went in with a pretty clear idea of the Stitches I wanted to make and the Stitches I wanted to be, and I uh, climbed into that bear suit and was ready to go, and I was like, oh, this is not good. I don't like this at all. I felt extremely squishy. I felt like he couldn't do anything. And another thing I want to address, because I heard a lot of this. Let's get to the real controversy of Heroes of the Storm. Is all those people out there who said, oh, they didn't nerf his hook by that much. Uh Let me tell you, as somebody who missed 90% of his hooks by that much, I noticed how much that hook got nerfed. Yeah. it was uh, it was considerable. I noticed it too. There'd be these times where you would you'd do a move that I was used to seeing you do through like some bushes and some you know like a n- nice sneaky thing that seems like it's in your wheelhouse, and it would miss these guys by like an inch. <laughs> yeah, just en- just enough yeah. to kiss them. The hook would come out and just yeah. on the cheek, peck them on and the then face. Back it would go, and they would not come with it. Yeah. Uh, but I did find a build that I ultimately ended up liking. It made him a lot more survivable. Uh, that does concern me a little bit that it took finding a specific build for him to feel good because, you know, in theory, not to say that every talent should be viable combined with every talent, but uh, it, this isn't my first rodeo with stitches. I should have been able to put a, a pretty decent build together just from the offset. And it was night and day difference between going with what I had initially and what I landed on. So um, I think he's in a good place. Uh, he got buffed in today's uh, balance patch. Uh, he, he got more health and more regen baseline, which I think he needed because that was what was feeling weak is he didn't feel like enough of a tank. Yeah. And uh, so we'll see where he goes. They said they're monitoring him um, for potential further updates, but uh, I, I don't know. I, I like him. I still end up taking fishing hook because man, I just I like a long hook. Yeah, good long hook. Yeah. Nobody likes it. They say it's not about the length of the hook. <laughs> You're here to. You know what I realized yeah. when you when you send your hook out, you stun yourself. Oh, well, that's a good point. Yeah, you're unusable yeah. for a bit. It's like um, you're like Nazebo and his uh whatever that ultimate's Brand called spirit. Yeah, yeah, except shorter, obviously, because your hook comes back quicker. But yeah, you become kind of. Vulnerable. I think you're channeled, but I think you can't. I wonder what interrupts you mid-hook. Like, would an Anubarak set of spikes cancel your hook? Would like, it, if you get so, stunned right? in the middle of it, does the hook just kind of... Yeah. Maybe you just take damage. Maybe it doesn't interrupt the hook, but you yeah. just get hurt. Just because you're a tank, usually, you know, when you're hooking, you're usually far away, and you're not on the receiving end, and it, it, it's a pretty fast animation, but I realize you can't move... Look, when I'm... Ho- move or do anything when, when you're hooking. When I'm hooking, I'm on the receiving end every time. Yeah, every time. Of, every, uh, every time I'm hooking. Okay. This weekend. Oh, here's um, what I like. Uh, your initial thought. I appreciated what you said. I thought it was a good observation, but it was the most like 
420 heroes thought I had ever heard right I out just, of the like, just Did you ever think about the me. fact that when Stitches tries to hook somebody, it's like he's stunning himself, man? Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, all right, enough hooking. Uh, Sylvanas, though, what's her deal? I don't play her, so what's going on there? She's changed. Mm, really? Well, mm. John's beloved, so, you know. Well, did, did you, did you give me your take, Bo, because I saw you played her the other night when we had games, and you didn't seem super stoked. Oh, yeah, she's, um, I don't know if it's a power level thing, but it just seems like it's very finicky. So the way she works now is her Q, just you shoot all five shots automatically, and it goes, doom, 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 doom. Yeah. So it takes a while. Yeah. But it has a more generous range, and it prioritizes heroes, kind of, and it's the closest heroes. So thing works like deflect or Garrosh's throw. You know, it just automatically targets the nearest uh, enemy, prioritizing heroes within the range. Um, it's cool, and the the other two abilities pretty much work the same. Uh, it's cool, but it's like underwhelming. Mm. Yeah. And there are ways to build it so her auto attacks matter more. And there are ways to build it so that your auto attacks will put stacks of Banshee's Curse, I think it's called, onto an enemy. And that increases your damage output on your Q. So I think the idea is you're supposed to weave in these auto attacks on targets, making them susceptible to increased damage from Q and then fire your Q. Except the Q doesn't go anymore for like ninja attacks. It's like doop, So you're like trying to hang around and get all five swoops on them and it's very like i don't know just it's a lot it's a lot of work for for not as much game as other auto attackers so i think i i like the changes mm. but it definitely needs um some finessing does she yeah, feel more like an assassin now or no because that's kind oh, of definitely okay. definitely all right it's just um i just think her time to kill is very long yeah and and there's just a lot of assassins that do it better right now. Um, there's a good build where you can melt tanks because you can get a giant killer at level one. That's pretty cool. Mm. Um, but it's only 1%, but still, it's significant. Um, and she can really melt a target. I've played a couple of games, but like I can't win a game with her whenever I'm like solo queuing. Like It just doesn't happen. She blows up super easy, mm. and but she needs to be up closer than like a Hanzo or a Vala, it feels like, in order to be effective. And especially when you're trying out mind control and bringing them to you, which I really like the new mind control. Now that it's a skill shot, I think that's super cool. And now that I'm not stunned when I take it, I also like that part too. Yeah. It's step in the right direction as far as I'm concerned. John, have you spent a bunch of time with her? I have. I think Bo is 100% spot on with his assessment. Like, when you get in the mode and the conditions are right and you really truck someone with her you're like oh my gosh she is powerful this is amazing but the requirements to set that up are so high there's no reason to pick her over almost any other assassin oh, wow. everything feels like it's just a little too off her q is a little too slow her survivability is a little too low the shadow dagger spread is a little too hard to pull off. You know, everything is just is just slightly off from what it should be. Um, and it feels like maybe that's intentional because I can certainly see if the numbers were a little too far the other way. I can see where that power is. There's the, there's the hints of the power that could be there. 
And so I guess I kind of see why they're nudging it. She also got a change today to make her a little more survivable because like Bo said, you have to be right in the thick of it. But uh, they did say they're observing to see how she progresses as people learn her. And I think a lot of that is because I do see her as one of those characters that's on that knife edge of, well, right now she's kind of garbage, but you give her the right nudges in the right direction and all of a sudden, She's this unstoppable force that nobody wants to play against. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I, I agree with Bo. I, I really like the changes to her kit for the most part. I don't like having to shoot the target to spread the dagger. I think that's an unnecessary step too far that I thought I would be okay with. And it, I'm not okay with it. I just mm. don't like a, it. A lot of ranged assassin, like auto attack assassins have snappy abilities. And her like knife, like shadow dagger and the wave are very like, here I come. Like they're, they're not snappy in terms of damage, you know, except in the queue, they tuned it down. Whereas like Vala's multi-shots, just like poosh, qu- split arrow on Hanzo or whatever it's called. Shatter, scatter arrow is like poosh, is the tra- everything travels fast and it's snappy. Yeah, Cassia's queue, you know, fires out quick and all of her stuff is very like slow motion. Like, will the wave get there? I don't know. Tune in next week for the end of the the haunting wave you know so (laughs) (laughs) it's like it's not very snappy for uh you know assassins who who need to i think even whether their skill shots are just point and clicks need to have their abilities like function uh with a suitable reaction time unlike say a mage who can get away with because their damage output is so high they can have slow abilities like blizzard you know to do that stuff right well she's different now she adheres new to the new well you know what they still haven't brought this up i keep wishing somebody since the announcement thursday would just confirm that we're still getting the the role changes i assume we are i hope so like, i would assume so I, I, they're they're like they're quasi in the game because you will get xp boost for the tank classes that were announced at blizzcon but there's no ui elements all right suggested i'm that that ui the, the hero selection is getting pretty full up i have to think that a new UI has like been in development, and we'll see that soon. Yeah, like and it's, it, it'll coincide with that. I'm sure, right? Yeah. Like releasing that—that'll be part of it. I think. I suspect so. I don't know for sure. Um, XP changes have begun. This follow-up from last week's conversational or controversial topic, rather. XP changes are live now. They're in the game. I didn't really notice anything weird. I'm not super tuned to the tiny uh, incremental details of such a change but i had fun and had good games and never felt weird about those games so i is is the what's the consensus i mean i know the this focus shifted from xp changes are the worst things ever to oh my gosh jl and brack just canceled hcc and then we haven't talked about xp changes anymore but how do you guys feel and have we heard anything from the grapevine i guess um, well, uh, the consensus from what I've heard from a lot of people that we know and play with are that they're fine. Everyone's cool with it. And they've improved games for the most part. It's pretty unanimous in the zeitgeist of Activision, blame Activision, the blame Activision folk and the, that kind of thing. XP changes still are yet another misstep in that direction. Cause that's just what people are parroting online. Right. Um, but for the most part, um, you still can get level advantages if you play poorly uh, in our casual games at the very least. I've seen it. And what's kind of great is that if you fall behind, 
you are not punished by being also four levels behind, having the objective and all the camps taken, blah, 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 blah. You right. have a fighting chance. Right. Again, like we covered in depth two weeks ago, this is not good for the professional scene, but they <laughs> they fixed <laughs> that. <laughs> The, the yeah. big joke is that's how they balanced this patch was to get rid of HGC. It's it's <laughs> as if it's as if the only people that were upset about things was Alderon. Yeah. So yeah. The solution wasn't to make Alderon happy. Just blew it up. You yeah. may fire when ready. Some, something to that effect was said. Jay Allen Brack's like, wait a second, I gotta cancel HGC because to make this patch work. Yeah. They're like, yeah, yeah, trust me, it's a good yeah, idea. This is like, good... I'll do it, but give me half your staff. Yeah. <laughs> wow, what a trade. Man. Yeah, they um Yeah. I, I, I suspected that the XP thing wouldn't be that big a deal once it hit and everybody seems to be okay with it. And we'll watch it, you know, see how things go. Yeah. Um, no, I like it. I'm a big fan, by the way. If I didn't make that clear, mm. I thought these were good from the beginning. I still think they're good, and they're, it's just going to mean okay. And there's a point I want to make. I just want to put it on the record. Put it on the record. Get it out Can there. I do that yep. because people say there's nowhere to carry a game anymore, and there's no reward for winning the game. One of the stated objectives of Heroes of the Storm since inception was to get rid of this idea that there's individual levels, right? Yeah. We have team yeah. levels. Yeah. So when the enemy team is four levels ahead of you, it's like all five players are four levels ahead of you. Yeah. It's effectively doing the same thing. It's a cumulative total of 20 levels. Yeah. I'm sure that doesn't work out. It is 20, but someone probably be more exact with the effective levels that it is. But you're basically the whole team is running away with the game. And that's not a design principle. Just like we have to have 20 minute games and no surrender button. It's not a core pillar of what Heroes of the Storm is. So the fact that you found it more competitive or more rewarding or the reason to play goes against the very stated objective of what Heroes is supposed to do as a game. Yeah. So I just want to put that out there. It's it's literally like saying, why don't they just introduce individual levels again? They might as well just do that. Yeah. Bo, it's on and the record now. You put it on the record. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for letting there. me put it on the record. No, no problem. It'll all, it'll uh, hopefully not come I back mean, to haunt you. Or We you got know. to wash the record now. But yeah. It made you happy, and that's what matters. The record has a stain on it. <laughs> just, a, just, a just a tiny little smear. You can't even smell it. <laughs> I like um, it. XP changes are good. Yeah, they are good. I, I think I agree with what little. I mean, again, I have I don't have a nose for it, but it didn't it didn't bother me and i felt like my games have been better so i guess the other thing is is a lot of people going oh man since this hcc cancellation and this stuff last thursday games have sure been great maybe it's because it's the same time that xp change hit it's entirely possible that that is having the desired effect but is completely overwhelmed narratively by the hcc cut and so we are we're, we're not applying we're not applying the the gratitude where it belongs which is a smart move with the XP. I have a feeling that's probably the case. Now, all that being said, and Boa, you've got this right here in the notes, and I was definitely going to bring this up today. If you're in solo queue or even partial group queue or even group queue uh, where you get a full stack and you're watching yourself get uh, matched and all of a sudden the uh, additional text pops up while you're in queue and says expanding search, you have a warning for those people. Why? What happens? Okay, well... I'm not 100% sure how it works behind the scenes, but there, this is new with this patch. We have a quick match now that will select a tank, a healer, 
a ranged assassin and two flex. Yeah. It's not a hundred percent working, everyone. So bear with sometimes you get the three tank, <laughs> one healer, yeah. one dance. Like, like weird stuff still comes up, but for the most part, it's trying to fit better conditions so that your quick match games resemble draft and ranked and blah blah blah. Yeah. And it's doing an okay job of it. With that patch came the expanding quick search text if you wait more than 30 or 60 seconds. And whenever that text comes up, and I'm solo queuing a quick match, there is without fail one person on my team that is really bad, like playing with their mouth and their one foot bad. <laughs> like really bad. And not only is it on my team, it's on the enemy team too. Like I can tell when someone's like, the vol is like five miles ahead of her team. We've killed her 10 times. Yeah. It's really bad. And it's, and mostly if I take something that's desired, I don't see it. But if I say, want to try Sylvanas, makes sense. They're going to expand the quick time probably to speed up my queue or something like that. But they are going to give me probably like, there's a couple of, you know, uh, house pets also playing in the match with us or something. And um, it's gotten to the point where I've done two things. One is I'm like, screw quick match. And I went to play ranked and had a way better time. Like yeah. solo queue hero league. Yeah. I was like, oh, thank God. A good match. Finally. Yeah. That's too bad. So that's that a, it's actually a positive. If if quick match is actually kind of crap. I'm like, I can't play the heroes. I like, uh, maybe I'll go to ranked. I think that's a win. Um, and there were good rank, like enjoyable ranked games. And the other one was, oh, what was I going to say? The good. I went to play. I don't know. Oh, that now when I see the quick, when I see the expanding quick match, yeah. expanding the search, I just cancel out. In fact, it happened. I logged in. So I was like, finally going to play a game of heroes. Pick stitches, tank, desired. Went to expanding search. I canceled it and quit the game. Oh, I was like, no, I, I like the, the skill disparity was so high mm. that I'd rather not waste my time. Like, you know, that's literally what happened yesterday. And I was like, Ugh. so um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to say about that other than that's been my experience of it so far. When you play with a five stack, it's fine because if it expands a search, who cares? Like, yeah, who cares? Playing with your friends. It doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. In fact, maybe it's even an advantage because you might get in with somebody who sucks and then you win anyway. You know, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you play against tougher people, and that's cool too. I, I don't mind playing against harder opponents because I feel like I learn when I lose against people that just really own me. So it's fine. It's just if you're solo queuing, it's like you might actually want to go play Hero League now yeah. or un- maybe unranked. Some of the joke has been quick mat or unranked is the new quick match because people just LOL pick whatever now. I haven't played un- <laughs> unranked, but if you want the LOL pick whatever match, now everyone's going in there and just picking their picks because maybe they don't like playing it i guess in the quick match system yeah. i don't know it's, it's a weird phenomenon that being said i haven't played all week since the jlm brack thing so not a big sample size so I, I do i am putting that energy out there but at the same time i want to give it some time too. yeah but then remember but this is bow ten thousand game bow is who this bow is so when he's taking a little bit of time off because all this stuff just makes you think, man. That's all I'm saying. Well, I, just, sure. well, I don't know what any of that means. I don't know. It doesn't mean anything, does it? I'm just well, maybe. It doesn't I'm... mean no, no. It doesn't. Thank you for we... bragging for me, but 
<laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot of games, man. Two ten thousand games. We all adjusted our at our own pace. Yeah. We all, yeah, I think no, I've come to things at our own speed. Yeah, I, I think I've I've mentioned to some extent that a lot of this. I think out of the three of us, the lack of the esports thing I think impacts me the most in yeah. terms of my engagement yeah. with it. And it's not that's not to say one way or the other is right or wrong. It's just it hit me right in the gut in a big way. Yeah. And um, yeah. And I don't I, want to accuse you of anything, Bo, but I'm pretty sure this is something you have told me about yourself. Is that you know you tend to be a slow to come to your decisions like that's why we usually had the the trait on the show where it's like new hero comes out Bo's like i don't know probably the worst hero ever i don't know i don't I, let's not talk about her and then two or three or four weeks go by and the next thing you know Bo's changed his avatar and he's talking like them and it's all he plays and it's all he ever does i don't know what scott's doing Sorry. but i'm worried about it fixing and, the camera uh, go ahead Sorry. you know he <laughs> he he gets to that point and and bo has told me that like that's his process that's his pace that's the way he comes to things and i, I don't see why i would expect this to be any different yeah uh an important question in the chat i think it's just a good question and and, and, I, and I, we already it's a rhetorical question but he says weren't you guys making these shows before the hgc yeah of course we were yeah but we I also don't think this show is in any danger because hgc doesn't exist no the only reason this show would be in danger is if we don't have something to talk about on a weekly basis or even like a monthly basis. Yeah, that's the trick. We'll keep doing it as long as the I mean, we, we yeah, we just need like that's why I'm really curious about the post post holiday stuff, because that's when things should kick into gear in theory. Um, And I want to see how they handle it. So we'll see if how we they need to it. kill an hour and a half. We can just bring back next separate. Yeah, just do next separate, and that's all the show. It is. It's the whole show. Yeah, yeah. Bo doing <laughs> fork questions. Let's do yeah, it. Now that they're cutting funding, I secretly hope that Blizzard Light would listen to my next separate idea and bring me on to do a game show for their chat YouTube channel. Sure, it never happened. It. Why not? Oh, it never happened. Well, maybe it will still. I'm, never say never. <laughs> that's the new HGC is Heroes Show. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Um. All right. Finally, uh, we got some uh, a balance patch today. That's the 19th. Cho and Gall getting old. Let's nerf this a bit, and we'll see if that works. If it's not, uh, we'll got, we got more coming, quote, unquote, style of nerfs. I didn't read that very well, but that's you get the idea. It's a little dip your foot in the water and see if it works sort of thing. Same with Orphea. Health and HP regen have been lowered. Crushing Jaws does less damage and stuns for 0.5 seconds. That's from 0.75. So that's uh, shorter. They got That's a nerf. Uh, key talent at level one ancestral strength damage bonus lowered to 20% from what though? What was it before? 25. Oh, it's 25. Okay. And taking backbiter at level four will give you the nerfed health back effectively anyway. Uh, so that's all stuff happening to, uh, her small changes. Samuro, Sylvanas win rate, uh, is looking a little low buffs. (laughs) Zagara, Ariel, some Deckard Kane talent buffs, Morales, Uther, Diva, Malgana, Stitches, tiny little buffs coming here and there for those guys. Actually seems like a lot of work underway for a, you know, for a game with less of a staff. Maybe a lot of this was done before. I don't know. But everything's were, very nuanced. And I will yeah. point out that the patch notes were posted to Reddit and the developer was on there saying they've got lots more good things to come. Good. So, good, good, good. Yeah. I, I expect that we'll still see regular balance changes because these don't they probably spend more time deciding and analyzing than they do actually making some of these changes. Like, yeah. you know, just go and change a variable and it's done. True. Um, all right. 
I think that covers that. Oh, real quick, a note here. So it's the holidays. Things are getting busy. Things are getting a little nuts. Normally we have a There Will Be Dungeons D&D show on Saturdays. And as it turns out, this weekend is going to be no different. It's just going to be different in other ways. <laughs> I'm not here is what I'm trying to say. I'm gone for the weekend for holiday stuff, and I won't be here. So instead, you guys are going to do some kind of cool one-off. I understand John's going to have something to do with DMing this thing. But, yeah. John, I want you to read this, but with the Oprah Winfrey music. Are you cool with well, doing that? Well, do you want to do Oprah? Give me, do you have some generic-sounding holiday music? Uh, yeah, I do. Hold on a second. I have the official uh, tape. Back in the day, it was a tape. Or maybe even a record. Great. That, um, <laughs> I'm already on board. K- Kmart used to Our use. Record. Oh, my gosh. This yeah, is perfect. This is going to be good. So this is Kmart in-store Christmas music. And it begins, this is from 1974. This begins, let's see, what year were you born? 80-something? 84 for me. <laughs> You're born the year before Back to the Future. You're young. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Thank you. Anyway, uh, back in... <laughs> Thank s- you for the compliment. <laughs> I mean, I was only like three and a half when this thing happened. But anyway, uh, this was 1974. This is Kmart in-store music. It begins with the actual Kmart theme. And that's really what you'll be talking over. So here it That'll goes. John will now prepare... Uh, what he's going to say. So here you go. Oh, wait, this isn't it. <laughs> Hold on a second. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I don't like that either. That's dumb. Let's okay, do this instead. No, All right. It's, I'm dreaming. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Did you know that a few months ago, John won the lottery? And now he's decided to celebrate the holiday with the There Will Be Dungeons crew in a big way. Has his festive machinations gone too far? What secrets lurk within the heart of the House of Holiday Spirit? And will it be the crew's last Christmas ever? We're gonna have to find out this Saturday for a special one-shot of There Will Be Dungeons. Same time, right? 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific, sure. 5 p.m. Eastern. I'm gonna say yes. And because I auto-host whoever's streaming it, it will be at frogpants.tv, but if if you want to follow whoever's doing who's doing it? Is it Kyle? Is it Bo? Who's who's streaming? Do you, I don't know. You guys haven't talked about that yet. You're the dungeon master. You gotta know these things. All right. I, don't, I, I thought because I was the dungeon master, that meant I was definitely not streaming it. <laughs> okay. I I that's how that probably works. we'll do the same arrangement as last time. I can stream it and Kyle will have the backup recording. Okay, good. Okay, I will, I, he'll record the audio and I'll do the stream side and yeah, and I host everybody like auto host. So if you accidentally end up in my thing, it'll still be there. Uh, yeah, and you can click over yeah. to the chat and stuff like that. So I want to I want to say that well, let's just do this on the air. Who cares? What if you're like a you know not a you don't have a good holiday spirit? Uh, is that do you not I have one? Does that matter? We're, we're gonna find out. We're gonna find out what that means, Bo. Mm. Okay, interesting. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. Uh, one thing of note, much to Bo's dismay, uh, everybody will be playing themselves. Oh, but it is gonna still follow Dungeons and Dragons Fifth Edition rules. Uh, they're going to be level three, and uh, it's going to be exciting. But we're playing our playing. spirit classes, so I take they're that to mean we have to pick the thing that's most in line with our personality as well as our... Uh, what's in your heart? What we, yeah. When you're you going to regret it. You're going to regret it. I can want I've, already, I've already made one D&D campaign stop. 
I mean, I won't. You've got one hit point. Getting rid of you is easy. No, that was a mistake. I figured it out. <laughs> oh, Actually, okay. I, I have 12. I have 12. I'm okay. okay. Oh, I was going right. to say, if you cause trouble, you're the easiest one to get rid of, though. You have you 12. Your toe. You have 12 at level one? Is that where you, is this a level one character? That you level, level three. Level three. Level three. Okay. I have 12. All right. Well, so if I was level one, I'd actually have four. Oh, oh nice. So, so, anyways. Very nice. But yeah, I've got six strength and seven constitution. I'm You're gonna kill it, man. But you know what? I am a br brilliant actor. Yeah. I'm going to solve everything with acting. You just wait and see. I love it. I'm excited. I am as well. I'm not even gonna be here. Anyway. Well, but you will be there. Scott will be in the episode. Not actually Scott, but Scott the character. Someone's gonna role play me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know who or what or if that's a DM thing, but I, I want to. Oh, it'll be me. Oh, geez, Louisa. <laughs> this is going to be bad. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to that. Now, just for fun, I do want you to hear this Kmart song. Okay. So it's okay. just a little quick Kmart song. Check it out. Kmart is more than any store you have known before. Kmart means you get quality. going that's bright that's freaky it is really bright i don't know if that's good <laughs> i wonder if this is damaging my webcam let me <laughs> stick the light right into it uh, you're like you're like oh this smells weird and then you lick it yeah then i taste it mm. <laughs> you know, i feel like i was at like the you know the doctor when they stick the light in your eye and you're just like ah yeah Yes, I used to hate that. I hate it now. Yeah. I have to it's do like that all the did, time. That's what you did to us. I have, those, I have weird eyes. I have to do that all the time now when I go in there. Uh, all right. Well, that covers that and uh, should be exciting stuff. So tune in and enjoy your holiday this Saturday, which isn't really a holiday, but it's a few days before Christmas Eve and, and you'll just have a great time uh, with these guys. And Kristen and Kyle are here for that too, are they? Yeah. Oh, everybody but me. Man, yeah, I'm going to be bummed to miss this. It's all right, though. I got stuff and it's all good. Uh, now this just kidding we're not doing that instead i'm going to tell you goodbye we're done this is the show and we're not playing games tonight everybody's got busy lives busy stuff going on no games tonight uh but we uh you know it's it's all good you should all you know what instead of watching us you guys should just all go hop and game and play have a good time and all that business uh that's it for the show uh a reminder you can uh, help us out over at patreon.com slash core show i know a lot of you don't play the game and still listen to the show i know a lot of you who do either way if you enjoy the content and you like what we're doing uh show us over at patreon.com slash core show we're at heroes that's a thing for real uh that's our website 
and uh, you can find everything <laughs> you can find it somebody there. was going to hear that website and go no way <laughs> no way what a website heroes for you what the internet that's crazy and even websites there you'll find all our contact details uh, versions of the show on youtube as uh, connect connect a uh, collection or uh, links is the word i'm looking for to every other way to get us and find us and have us and be with us so go check that out. That's heroesforyou.com. As always, email us core at heroesforyou.com and core heroes, John Jagger, sorry, John underscore Jagger, Scott Johnson, and Bo Schwartz. That's all on Twitter. And you can find us there. That's going to do it for us, for me, for Bo, for John. Merry Christmas, and we'll see you next week. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. That's a good question.